Welcome to the Celeb Vibes Podcast, conversations for influential creatures, big deals, and the almost famous. I'm your host, Elisa Owen, business coach and grounded mentor. I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade, built a multi six-figure coaching business from the ground up, and have transformed my relationship with money. My mission is to help you unleash your inner celebrity and become the coach you know you're meant to be. It's time to learn, grow, and heal in the limelight. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. I almost said we are live. We're not live, but we are back. This is part two of my VIP day experience an event that I put on for a one-on-one client who came to Arizona and I hosted a day and a half here with her. Part one is all about the itinerary, how I created it, and and I think that's that is what part one is. So if you haven't listened to that and you want to hear about how I put together an itinerary for a client who came in from out of town, my first ever in-person VIP event... I would recommend listening in. On this episode, uh, in part two, I am diving into some of the questions that I received about this event. I put a slide up on Instagram asking, what do you want to know about this event? Many of those questions were covered in part one, but these are the ones that weren't covered and I want to jump into that. Before I do so, reminder that there are prizes up for grabs in this first week of the podcast being brand new, being launched from April 25th through April 30th. You can enter to win one of three prizes by leaving a review and sharing on your Instagram stories either the review or that you're listening in to the podcast with a screenshot of the podcast and tagging me. The prizes include the grand prize, which is a single 50-minute session with me, a coaching session with 48 hours of private Voxer access following our call. So if there was any unfinished business, you will still have 48 hours of time for additional coaching, questions, all the things. You can use this anytime during the month of May. You also win $100 cash because it's just fun. Second prize is an Ask Me Anything private video. So you will send me up to three questions about your business, about the blocks you're experiencing right now, issues that you're having around marketing, selling, a price increase, whatever you have going on, up to three questions. And I will create a just for you private video that will include coaching and journaling prompts, homework to do, questions to ask yourself in order to move through those things. Third prize is a ring, a ring that you wear on your finger that says love myself on it. I ordered two of them because I am obsessed and I will have one and you will have one. So we will be twins. We'll be matching. And I think that is also super fun. So if you want to enter to win any of these prizes, do so by April 30th, leave me a review, share it in your Instagram stories and tag me and then you are entered to win. And I will be announcing winners 
in the first couple days of May so we can get going with whoever wins the one-on-one session. We can get it scheduled ASAP. All right, we're going to get into part two of our VIP day. So these are the questions that I received from you all about um, about the day, about the event, about how it all went down. Question number one, will this be something that you keep doing in your business? For 2023, I'm saying yes. At the time of this recording, which is end of April-ish, I have another VIP scheduled in May already, and I have two more spots that are available for this upgrade. So during the month of April, clients who sign with me through the end of the year, so a eight, nine month package, they will also get an in-person VIP day. Two spots are available for that. I noticed that the VIP day took an energetic toll on me. Um, I have spoken probably in all of the episodes at this point, how I'm a projector in human design. And I'm kind of obsessed with that knowledge and it has freed me in so many ways. But that means that I don't have a lot of energy and capacity for human interaction and for work. So I am built to be working about three hours per day and human interaction, it's using up my energy quickly. I don't create any of my own energy according to human design rules. So me being around other people, it can be draining. It can also be really energizing in the moment and then draining afterwards and I have to recover. So coming from someone who prefers to not have more than two or three Zoom calls per day, going into a VIP event where I was with another human for an entire day, we did have rest period, we had quiet time, and all of that was really great and helpful for me and for her as well. Um, But coming from that perspective, I needed time to recover after the fact. I wasn't just on a high following that. So taking that into consideration, I want to make sure that I am responsible with my energy and available for other clients as well. And I think it feels good to say, yes, I'm going to host another one in May. And then two more later in the year feels really fun and spacious. Question two, it's this is I'm, there were three questions here that I'm going to put together because I think they're worth answering all at the same time. Do you feel the VIP day positively impacted your coach and client relationship? Did you spend much time talking business and coaching? And did you keep a coach client relationship for the duration of your time together or simply move into a friend friend relationship? So I see myself as someone who easily moves between friend mode and coach mode. I'm able to hold both at the same time really well. I think this is why people who I'm pretty close to and even people who I'm related to have become clients. I don't have a problem with playing both of these roles and implementing boundaries to keep us clean in in coach client mode when needed. It felt very fluid. It felt really easy to ultimately be the coach and be the one who was responsible and in charge of the situation. 
but also be able to show up as a friend and to feel like Sarah and I are friends. I do consider us friends. And I was enjoying our friend time as well. So it's kind of like the coach mode was the overall umbrella and or maybe it was the foundation and then friend mode was right there with it, right on top of it. Um, I did plan for some dedicated coaching time, but not much. I spoke about that a little bit in the part one of the VIP day. I allowed our time to unfold quite a bit. So Sarah knew that coaching was available at any time. And it felt like a more relaxed version of our typical coaching where we're constrained to a 50 minute Zoom call. We could be so much more wandering with our conversations. We could let the same topic come up again and again. We could think on things, take long sips of tea before (laughs) responding. And I really loved that. I loved the ease of our conversations. Um, Both of us love talking about business so much, so there was plenty to discuss. She had lots of questions for me, and I enjoyed being able to answer all of those. I definitely feel like this positively impacted our relationship. I think there's increased trust between us. I wonder if she would say the same thing, but on my side... I think the trust is increased, the relationship is stronger, the bond is stronger. During our our time together, it was fair game for her to ask me any questions that she had, and I didn't have perfect answers for everything. There was stuff she asked me that I didn't, I had never thought about before. Um, And that vulnerability, I think, actually brought us together. So whether I didn't know the answer or maybe it wasn't as polished of an answer as I would have wanted it to be, you know, showing up, quote, as coach, that none of that was a problem. Um, And I know that she really loves the transparency and my clients comment on that all the time. They love to see the behind the scenes of my business, the inner workings of my brain. I love getting asked questions about stuff like that too. For example, tell me about how you're like the, the creation of the podcast is going. Are you so excited? And the truth is, yeah, I'm excited, but also I'm freaking out. And I like to talk about the part of me that is freaking out. I think it helps them to feel really seen and safe in the moments where they're not feeling super on top of the world and they have doubt creeping in. Sharing our doubt, always, always a thumbs up. I'm holding two thumbs up right now. You can't see me. Okay. I know that... After I leave in an in-person experience, and if you listen to the first episode on this, you know that I am someone who has been in attendance as a client with these in-person VIP experiences. When I leave them, I always feel closer to my coach. So I am taking that to assume that Sarah now feels closer to me. I certainly feel closer to her. And I think all of that impacted us in such a positive and powerful way. Next question. How do I know if my one-on-one pricing is aligned with doing a luxury VIP day? I feel like mine is too low right now. 
All right. I love this question and I have a couple thoughts on it. I want to give you some of the facts and figures from what I did and go into some other concepts as well. I spent about $1,000 on our VIP day. This did not include my hotel stay. That was separate. So this rate, the $1,000, which is what just popped into my head when I was considering doing a VIP day, I just thought, oh, I would spend about $1,000 and that would make for a really lush, expansive, fun day for both of us. And that was just a gut reaction. Now, when I started looking at the numbers based on this question, the rate of 1000 was about 7% of what she paid for her coaching package. And with the current offer I have with the two VIP days that are available for later this year, if I again spent around 1000 it would be 5% of the total cost of the package. So if you're anywhere in this 5 to 10% range, I think that might be useful to a useful percentage to use. Um, again, there are zero rules here, though. You can do whatever you want. That's just how it shook out for me. Um, does it make sense for you to host a VIP day based on if you went between 5 and 10% of what your package is? Does that make sense? Or does it require a price increase? And are you in a position where you're thinking, well, I have been wanting to do a price e increase anyway. So that could be the starting place for making a decision on the VIP day is by first increasing rates for your coaching. Another idea is you can sell the VIP day on top of your current package. So you could design an event that is standalone. You could sell it to current clients. You could sell it to previous clients. It's not something that has to be included with um, a package. It could just be like an extra add-on that's fun that you pour into and decide, oh, this is so perfect for XYZ type of client and that's who I'm offering it to and price it based on um, the kind of person that you would want to come in and the kind of experience that you would want to provide. Remembering that with your pricing, it's always going to be an expansion. You're inviting someone to expand into a new version of themselves. So if that means raising prices or pricing at a higher ticket luxury rate, I don't think there's any problem with that, but it's going to require you to be sold on it completely and be totally in love with it before you go and offer it. If you want help with that, if you want to be selling high ticket coaching, VIP days that are higher ticket, and you want coaching on this, I recommend getting on a consultation with me so we can talk about the blocks that are in your way. Because you selling at a higher ticket is available to everyone. It's just a matter of you working with your mind and your body to get your energy there to be able to deliver and sell it at that level. This whole thing with, I just want to circle back to the question, how do I know if my one-on-one -on -one pricing is aligned with doing luxury VIP day? This whole thing is likely a bigger conversation about pricing in general for you and deciding to expand into a new level, which is probably uncomfortable, but necessary if you want to be selling the high ticket coaching.
Next question, how do I navigate through no one wants to visit where I live mind drama? I love this question. My first thought that I had that popped into my head when I read this was choose a different meeting point. Why do they have to come to you? This was an option when I was deciding on VIP day with Sarah. I was open to meeting somewhere else. We decided that meeting in Phoenix made more sense. She lives in Philly. I am in Phoenix. So clearly not close. And there is a more central meeting point. And um, staying in Phoenix made the most sense for us. It's what she wanted to do. It's what I decided I wanted to do. But I was also open to meeting up in other places and making something work. Um, I think it would be a little bit harder with logistics and not knowing a city that you're going to. But if there's another city that you're familiar with that you think would be beautiful for hosting a VIP day... That is absolutely an option. You could also think about somewhere that's drivable for you. So is there something that's maybe six hours away where you would want to drive to and you've been there before? So you're thinking, oh, yeah, I could totally host it in this other place. And of course, you can change your thoughts. (laughs) You can decide to fall in love with where you are. Phoenix is not my favorite town. Um, But I really did love showing it off to a guest. I was surprised at how much pride I felt when I was taking Sarah around to different places. And there was so much beauty to take in and so many fun things to do. And I really enjoyed hosting here. So I would invite you to consider is the place where you, you live actually a total gem and you're skipping over that. The next question is, what would you have changed? Really great question. What would I have changed about the VIP event? So there's two main things that I would have done differently, want to do differently for my next one. The first one is confirming all the appointments ahead of time. Our massage appointments were not confirmed when we showed up to the spa. They did not have them. We did not get massages that day. So luckily, they had something else available that was three hours later. We were able to get facials, which which was a total upgrade as it turned out. We much preferred having that. And it all, it all worked out fine. But I didn't do all of the confirmation confirmations ahead of time. I had received emails and texts from other, from like restaurants, from the Phoenician for the tea, from Nobu for dinner. Like I was receiving things from the different vendors confirming me, which was great, but I didn't go through and double check and confirm everything on my end. So I would definitely do that to make sure we are all good. The second thing I would have changed was making time for meditation, body relaxing, visualization of how the day would go. I think that would have helped me to feel even more grounded and relaxed. I was pretty relaxed with it. But as I drove to meet Sarah for the first time, there was I was really anxious. She was really anxious. We just hugged each other and cried because we were both really anxious and nervous to see each other, even though we've met in person before and clearly we've known each other for over a year. But it's still, it was a lot. 
Um, so I would have plugged in more time for me to tap into my body, feel more grounded, process emotions. That's what I would have planned on. The last question I have here is what are you celebrating about it? And I appreciate that question so much because we are here for the celebrations. I'm celebrating that I had the idea, that I let myself be scared, and then I became the person who hosts an event like this. As I just said, I was surprised with how chill I felt in the creation of this event leading up to the day, and I felt really capable of handling it, and I know it all came from emotional processing work that I've done. It's come from self-concept work that I've done. Doing that kind of thing has made literal space in my body to hold bigger emotions. So to me, that inner work that has been at play is what made it possible for me to even offer something like this and to follow through and host it. So that is my celebration. Lastly, I would like to share three hot tips, hot tips, hot takes and tips, learnings, suggestions. There's three things that I want to share with you that I haven't covered already. Number one, the client is already impressed. Sarah shared with me that before we even saw each other, she was already thinking how great everything was. So the thought that I had put into the hotel recommendation, even offering this at all, and her receiving that invitation, it was already impressive. She she already loved it. So the pressure was off for things to go perfectly. Simply being invited into this experience was enough to blow her mind. Consider how that could be true for you hosting something like this and how that could be true for your current offer. Just inviting someone into it is enough to blow someone's mind. Play with that. I'm telling you, play with that. Number two is be the leader, the guide, the decision maker. Take on that role. I did touch on this one already, I'm realizing, but it's worth repeating. It's such a treat to not have to make decisions. So be decisive. Choose as much as you can ahead of time to avoid those moments of, hmm, should we do this or should we do that? I'm not saying I did that perfectly during this time with Sarah when we were at the sushi restaurant. She's like a professional at ordering sushi and eating that kind of food. And as even though I really like that kind of food, I'm not so comfy doing it. So I gave her the menu and I'm like, um... You're choosing what we're having. Can you pick what you like, find the things that you like so that I did follow that rule. It worked out great and everything was fine. But overall, I had decided everything ahead of time, what we were going to do and the timing of everything. I was in charge of calling the cars, um, keeping us on schedule, those types of things. And it's wonderful to provide that so the client can just totally melt in to the experience. And people want you to decide for them. They really, really do. When you're saying, okay, this is what we're doing, there's just so much more ease versus having you weigh a decision. And the third tip hot take that I have is people love when you go first. 
They really do. Our job as coach is to go first, is to light the way. There was a few times when Sarah shared she was so happy that I was doing this first so she could get the inside info on running a VIP day. She could experience it on on her side of it. And then she could use the information. She could teach from this. So let mistakes happen. Go first in whatever way that means, whether you're hosting a VIP day or you're deciding I'm going to go ahead and launch my podcast now. I'm going to create this other experience, this other group event, whatever it is. You going first, it creates awe in other people. They want to follow along and it doesn't matter that mistakes are made. That's the whole point. They want to see your learnings. So lean into that and use it. Okay, that is what I have for you on the VIP day. It was all encompassing. I hope you got everything that you needed. And I would love to hear from you if you are planning anything like this and this gave you some great ideas, it lit you up to get going on it, or if it brought up fears and doubts, that is also great news. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram if there was any main takeaways that you're like, yep, that was the thing. I'm going to go ahead and do this now. I would love, love, love to hear from you. All right. I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're loving the podcast and want custom help with your business, we should have a one-on-one conversation. Sign up for your free 60-minute consultation where we'll uncover exactly what is holding you back from your next level in business. I'll share with you three mindset and strategy shifts to create the fastest new results. The link to book is in the show notes. Talk to you soon.